Right, there we go, son. Just cast your rod out like that. That's it, good job. Ah, the Lord spake unto the followers, ye shall be the fishers of men. Sorry, mate, are you lost? I was lost, but now I am found. I was blind, now I see. Sorry, can I help you? No, just strolling along the banks, enjoying God's glorious day. Well, uh, it looks a bit cloudy today. Weather forecast rain this afternoon. Outside it may be raining, but in my heart is an incandescent light that gets into all nooks and evicts all shadows. I can feel the spirit within me today, so much so that I feel I could part this very river like the prophet himself. I wouldn't attempt such a miracle, of course. You shouldn't test the Lord in such a way and risk invoking his wrath. I also wouldn't want to spoil your quiet fishing trip. What kind of tackle are you using? Uh, not sure. Conoflex, it says on the side. Wooden rods in my day, my man. String on a stick for the boys. My father took us out on the river in our youth. He was a keen and cruel fisherman. Oh, so what? He was a fly fisherman? Any man worth his salt doesn't tarry at the river's mouth like a floundering turbot. He'd slice through the surf, the vast foaming void of the sea in his faithful trawler, the Puffin. He'd collect the fish from where God himself had dropped them. So he was a sailor then? No, he was a leader, a wave whisperer. They called him the Welsh Nelson. But in reality, he was an appalling mariner. His crew were an insubordinate rabble of ragtag privateers, prone to lying, smoking, and curtness to women. One night my father heard scuttlebutt that the men were growing tired of living by his whims, and they were seeking more steady employ at the local copper works, where they were offering consistent wage, a safe return home, and other such luxuries. So my father resorted to what some called heavy-handed measures. What, he sacked them? In a way... He got them to sail out into the bay on a particularly stormy night, one last haul before they left the puffin to rot in the dock forever. Over the churning flotsam and jetsam, my father screamed to his men, Strap yourselves to the mainmast, boys, it might get choppy. So they tied themselves to the deck, at which point my father took a hatchet to the hull like a man possessed, amid the strangled blubberings of the bound crew and the furious whirling of water. The puffin foundered in seconds, all hands lost, not even a floating cap was found, just a thick black line through the harbour master's logbook. Did the man die, Dad? Yeah, he did, Now, So are you saying that your father murdered these poor people? My father was master, commander, judge, jury and executioner. And a murderer. Who pays your wages, rabble-rouser? The university, I'm a lecturer. Ah, man of enlightenment, just like myself. No offence, but I wouldn't call your superstitious Christian claptrap enlightenment. I was once like you. I swallowed Dawkins' spaghetti and drank from Russell's teapot, and for many years that meal was more than nourishing. Then, when Mabel passed a few years back, I was destitute, bed-bound for months. Not even the promise of Rodri's prize-winning lemon drizzle cake could stir me from my torpor. My only true love in the world taken from me, I felt hollow. And happiness was now a distant friend I only sent birthday cards to once a year. When Jesus comes a-knocking, you got to answer the door. And when I buried Mabel, he came a-rap-tap-tapping on my soul. I'm really sorry. I understand what you went through was hard, but isn't religion just an emotional crutch? 
If your leg is broken, do you not have a crutch to help it heal? You have your crutches like all of us. How much do those fine brown moccasins cost you? Uh, dunno, eighty quid. Hmm. Some of us go to the house of God, others go to the house of Fraser. But I don't think any less of you for doing so. You think you have me pegged, don't you? Some Bible basher with no grip on reality. Old-fashioned, scared, prejudiced to our wager. But all are welcome under my roof. Gays, blacks, the Jews. Ronnie Ovens, the cobbler, he was all three. Hounded out of his house by his family last year. Roomed with me for three months while he got back on his feet. Tolerance, you see, lecturer. Tolerance and understanding is what Jesus taught me. You might learn the same from Marx or Elvis. You mean Engels? No, Presley. In the ghetto taught me more about life than some of the more peculiar passages in the Old Testament. And they are peculiar, believe me. Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to attack you about it. Ah, hush your worries. I find that most atheists make the best preachers. And in fact, some former preachers are now exceptional atheists. Cast your rod in many rivers, and never trust someone who reads just one book. That goes for you too, young lad. Thanks. Oh, look, he's caught something. Yes, he probably has. There's a sewage pipe a bit further upstream. Oh, actually, Peter, don't touch that with your bare hands. <sighs> It's about time I perambulated homewards. Rodri bolts the gates at eight. He'd happily lock a man out of his own house, <laughs> but I respect him for that. Oh, uh, well, goodbye, Mr. Watkin. Glyn Watkin. Bye, Mr. Watkin. I enjoyed our chat. Won't forget you in a hurry. Good. That's all any man can hope for. Ah,、uh, one more thing. Here's Ronnie's number. He'll reheal that overpriced footwear of yours for a knockdown price. Just tell him you're a friend of Glyn's. Oh, thank you. Goodbye. Glory, glory, hallelujah! Glory, glory, hallelujah! Glory, glory, hallelujah! Since God is my King.